the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ringing liberty and truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The White House could release its coronavirus projections later today. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. President Trump suggested yesterday that the public could get its first close look at the Trump administration's own statistical models at this afternoon's White House briefing. Coronavirus task force officials are relying on models to help predict the impact of the outbreak. With some estimates pointing to high numbers of confirmed cases and deaths, the government extended stay-at-home guidelines through April. Greg Clugston, the White House. New York's Mammoth Convention Center has started taking patients to ease the growing burden in that city. Governor Andrew Cuomo and health officials set up a dire warning to the rest of the country that the crisis unfolding there is just a preview of what's to come for the rest of the country. New York state death toll climbed by more than 250 people in a day to over 1,200 now. As worldwide infections soared past the 800,000 mark, the World Health Organization warned the pandemic is far from over. Also at townhall.com, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says a State Department official has died from the coronavirus. It's the first American fatality among the U.S. diplomatic course from the pandemic. Pompeo didn't give details about the official who passed away or where they had contracted the disease. U.S. consumer confidence tumbling in March as the impact of the coronavirus began to be felt. The conference board says its confidence index dropped to a reading of 120 in March from February's 132.6. The steep decline reflected rising worries about the coronavirus during the survey period of March 1st through the 18th. Economists say confidence will likely fall further as the virus's impact takes a bigger toll on the economy. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting on Wall Street. Stocks drifting in subdued trading. The Dow up 81 points. The Nasdaq ahead 45. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One. We were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law. And we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Millville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Humbly Michaels here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Like It Matters Radio is next with Mr. Black. Your forecast today, sunshine in mid-50s. Get out, take that walk. You are allowed to do that because we'll see rain in the forecast for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Coming up at noon, Dana Lash with The Dana Show. Of course, she uh, also is the author of our book for the Book of the Month, Grace Cancelled. You can win a copy. Sign up now at freedom1570.com. Eric Metaxas believes we need prayer now more than ever. The president did something. I was so thrilled. I was thrilled that the president of the United States declared a national day of prayer. It's just an amazing thing that America can come together in prayer because I just feel that we need to encourage each other. This is very real. And we have we have people uh, scorning prayer. It's just madness as if praying means I'm going to do nothing but pray. The Eric Metaxas Show. Sunday mornings at 10 on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. In this latest ad for Early Bird Electric, we're going to discuss phones. Why would we want to talk about phones for an ad for Early Bird Electric? It's because the phones at Early Bird lack a certain feature. They don't have a hold button. When you call 612 The Bird, Early Bird Electric guarantees you won't be placed on hold because they can't. No button, no hold. 
Early Bird Electric feels the customer is the most important aspect of their business. So no hold, no way. Call 612 The Bird. First time customers receive a free service call with repair or call 612 The Bird. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Special guest this week on the Victory Hour will be U.S. Representative Pete Stauber. Join Andrew Parker as he discusses the federal government's coronavirus assistance. The Victory Hour, every Sunday evening at 6, here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, uh, we're working to give you back the power. You know, we live in some strange times, COVID-19, coronavirus. I'm looking forward to the days that uh, when people hear corona, they think of a beer. Right When they hear corona, they think of a Lyme. Uh, they don't think of uh, isolation. They don't think of pandemic. They don't think of uh, whatever it is you're thinking of. And so one of the things that we do on this radio show is we want to make this an wise investment of your time. You know, there's a lot of things pulling on us, a lot of things pulling on us. And the battle is in the mind, ladies and gentlemen. I got to tell you this right now, the battle is in the mind. There is a game going on out there, and the outcome is to control your thinking. Uh, And that's why we want to give you back the power. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl, I use this quote over and over and over because it shows us our power. He says, between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And we got to realize that we're being played, player. We're being played. Uh, that's why I always uh, uh, kind of reckon back to the Wizard of Oz, you know, what this radio show is about. There are so many things going on at the unconscious level. There are so many things. Madison Avenue knows this. They, they unconsciously get you to buy things that you don't need to keep up with people you don't like. Uh, politics knows Yeah, right there. See, there's all this stuff going on unconsciously that people are not aware of. And part of what I want to do is show you how you work to give you back that power, to be, give you back control. Because let's be honest, there is a pandemic out there. Uh, whether you call it coronavirus or whatever you call it, but let me tell you what I believe it is. It's control deprivation. That's the pandemic. Control deprivation. And when we don't have control, we start to freak out. Uh, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair, and the, uh, the proverb goes. And when we don't have control, uh, boy, we respond in a weird way. You know, the Bible says without a vision, people perish. You know, think about that. Without a vision, people perish. But can I suggest that without control, people panic? See, we don't have a lot of control right now, right? I mean, some we can't control if we go to work. We can't control if we leave the house. We can't control if we want to gather two or more. We, we can't control a lot of things. And when we go to control deprivation, when we're deprived of the basic control, our basic what we think are things to meet our needs, we go into panic. That's what control deprivation does to us. It causes us to panic. It causes us to get confused. It causes us to go into uh, uh, into surreal situations, you know, survival, if you will. It causes us to give up things we value. Uh, just go back to September 10th, 2001. Right? September 10th, 2001, the day before the planes hit the towers. Everything was different. And there is no going back to September 10th. There's no way. We now go back to September 12th at the earliest. And will this be the same type of thing? 
will this be the new, quote, normal, where we basically have no control over anything that we do in our lives? And why this matters is because you have a purpose. I have a purpose. John has a purpose. Nick has a purpose. Lisa has a purpose. Desta has a purpose. Gary has a purpose. We all have unique fingerprints that no one else has. We all have unique DNA that, uh, that no one else has. We all have unique traits, about 30-some identified now, from the swing of your gait, the way you walk, from your voice tonalities, from the uh, pattern of the veins and arteries in the back of your retina. It is unique to you. And so we need to realize that no matter what's going on, We've got to keep control of our focus. No matter what's going on, we've got to keep control of our thinking because there's a battle for your thoughts. It reminds me of a story. Once upon a time, the, the animals decided they must do something heroic to meet the problems of a new world. Sound familiar? So they organized a school. They adopted an activity curriculum consisting of running, climbing, swimming, and flying to make it easier to administer the curriculum All the animals took all the subjects. The duck was excellent in swimming, in fact, better than his instructor. But he made only passing grades in flying and was very poor in running. Since he was slow in running, he had to stay after school and also drop swimming in order to practice running. This was kept up until his webbed feet were badly worn, and he was only average in swimming. But average was acceptable in school, so nobody worried about that except the duck. The rabbit started at the top of the class in running, but had a nervous breakdown because of so much makeup work in swimming. The squirrel was excellent climbing until he developed frustration in the flying class, where his teacher made him start from the ground up instead of from the treetop down. He also developed a charley horse from overexertion and then got a C in climbing and a D in running. The eagle was a problem child and was disciplined regularly. In the climbing class, he beat all the others to the top of the tree, but insisted on using his own way to get there. They didn't allow for individuality in this class, in this school. At the end of the year, an abnormal eel that could swim exceedingly well and also run, climb, and fly a little bit had the highest average and was valedictorian. The prairie dog stayed out of school and fought the tax levy because the administration would not add digging and burrowing to the curriculum. They apprenticed their children to a badger and later joined the groundhogs and gophers to start a successful private school. You know, I've told that story years and years. At the end, there's always a rhetorical question. And the question is this, does this story have a moral? Here we are left to create our own moral. Let me tell you one that comes to my mind. Soar with your strengths. Know what you do and do it well. Master it. You don't need to do everything. And right now, you've got to know that we need a vision. That we can't control what's going on around us. We do have some control deprivation. And we focus on what we can't control. It'll eat us alive. Uh, We'll be panic attacks. We'll be worried, doubt, fret. I mean, whether you like it or not, let's just be honest. With everybody encased, with everybody enclosed in their homes, domestic violence is up 25%, child abuse is up, all this anger, all this resentment, all this stuff that we've been played player, all the bitterness of the election process, all the hatred that you've been instilled that you have to hate this guy in the White House, you've got to fear for your life, you've got to fear the next, next thing that's coming because the world's ending every day in the world of Trump with the media hating him. And so today I want to give you back some power. And today I want you to realize that all true leaders ask themselves three questions. And this is about getting our control back. To focus on those things we can control. Those three questions of clear vision are this. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there and how long? And so we've got to have that first question answered. We've got to know where are we now? Now, Jesus said the truth will set you free, but it was Charles Garfield or James Garfield, I don't remember which Garfield, that said, but first, it will make you miserable. Amen. And so if you're going to know where you're going, you got to know your starting point. You know, if you have a GPS, I used to travel with a Garmin. I take my Garmin in the house, I type in the address, and every once in a while, it would not give me directions. You know why? 
because if it could, the satellite could not pick me up where I was standing, then it could not give me directions to where I wanted to go. So we need to ask that first question in order to know how to get to where we want to get to. And that first question we're going to ask today is, where am I now? I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. With the courage of our doctors and nurses, with the skill of our scientists and innovators, with the determination of the American people, and with the grace of God, we will win this war, and we will win this war quickly with as little death as possible. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Millions estimate their benefits online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. The team at Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains wants you to know that they're open and here to care for our community. As an essential service provider, they will continue to provide plumbing and drain services during these trying times. They've always practiced the highest standards of health and safety, including wearing gloves and shoe covers. They've now added wearing masks, social distancing, and stringent sanitizing to keep your family safe. When you call, they're screening during the scheduling process to provide an extra layer of protection. Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains, providing legendary safe service to our community. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. This great ship behind me is a 70,000-ton message of hope and solidarity to the incredible people of New York, a place I know very well, a place I love. We're here for you, we're fighting for you, and we are with you all the way, and we always will be. You have the unwavering support of the entire nation the entire government, and the entire American people. Thanks, brother. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. You know, this is an interesting time we live in. You know, Kairos, not Kronos. Kronos is the, the time on your watch, your uh, the sundial. Uh, the time on your phone, uh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Kairos, a time such as this. And, you know, a time such as this, we need leaders to step up. 
leaders to step up. You know, there's control deprivation right now. There's a lot of things we cannot control. Uh, a lot of people can't control whether they go to work or not. They're mandated on to stay home or to go to work. A lot of people can't control uh, who's in their home right now because we're in forced lockdown <laughs> with our homes. So whoever you chose, what is the old saying? Uh, you go home with the person you came to the dance with, right? <laughs> so that's that's where we are, right? We make choices. And so there's a lot of things we can't control whether we're getting paid or not. Some of you are forced to stay home and are getting paid. Some of you are forced to stay home like me and aren't getting paid. Uh, and so there's a lot of things we can't control. But as leaders... Uh, we rise at this time. As leaders, we, we got to keep our, 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 our senses about us because people are looking to us. They're looking to us for calm. They're looking to us for clarity. They're looking to us for concise words. And uh, part of the three Fs of a leader moving through conflict is focused, fluid, and flexible. And those are three words that describe my next guest. And my next guest is a friend of mine. Uh, he's a graduate of mine. He's a brother in Christ of mine. Uh, he runs a pretty large business. Uh, and he's got uh, big offices in two major cities. Uh, and I was talking to, to Ken the other day. Uh, and he brought up some things that I think a lot of people aren't aware of. And so one thing I want to do is have some guests join us today that can help us figure out where are we now. Because if we're ever going to get to where we need to get to, we need to first be honest with where we're at now. So let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Ken. Ken, welcome. Thank you, Mr. Black. Thanks for uh, inviting me. I appreciate it. Well, you know, we're friends. You can call me Scott. You don't have to call me Mr. Black. You know, a lot of people get weird about that. I, I could care less, Ken. You know me pretty well. I could care less what people call me. Uh, but there are times you've been around my wife and I where she calls me Mr. Black, and it's like, I got to think on the outside. People think, does he make her call her <laughs> Mr. Black? I'm like, no, <laughs> promise you, I don't do that. I, I used to get mad at her when she'd call me Mr. Black, but shes it's a term of endearment. You know that. But uh, uh, Ken, you own a pretty big company. Uh, well, uh, I don't know if you want to tell. How big is the company? How many employees you got? Uh, over 60 employees and okay. uh, three markets that we're in. Okay, three mar- so you have three markets. And roughly, what do you think you do in sales a year, roughly? About uh, nowadays, it's not uh, not so certain, but somewhere between ten and fifteen, ten and fifteen million. Yeah, before before the coronavirus, but uh, you know, Ken, you know, today we're talking about where are we now? And, you know, the three questions of a leader: where are we now? Where are we going? And what will it take to get there? And how long? And today we're just going to focus on that first question: where are we now? And you and I were talking. You sit on our board of directors, and uh, I got to share with you some great news last week that uh, we were approved for our five hundred one c three. Uh, and uh, you're helping us put together the pieces as we launch forward during this time of crisis. And and you brought up a lot of things to me. Uh, and I asked a simple question. So how are you holding up in this coronavirus uh, world right now? And you brought up a lot of things I think a lot of people aren't aware of. We get, tend to get wrapped up in our own world, and a lot of us are employees or we work for other companies. But but you have a lot more responsibility. You have 60-some people who depend on you to feed their family. Uh, you have customers. You have clients. You have a government that tells you, mandates what you can do or can't do. So why don't you fill in some of the stuff that you're dealing with uh, as we go through this crisis? Sure. I'd be happy to. Um, one of the things that is really different now is the amount of energy that we spend every day just sifting through uh, what changes within a 24-hour period. Uh, it used to be that we'd have our executive team meet once a week, and we'd go through uh, you know a decent amount of material each week, but now it's a daily meeting, and we are slowly and incrementally getting information regarding what programs are coming out, what the projections look like, just in terms of whether we can work and where we can work and what people feel like in terms of are they feeling safe? Uh, so it's it's really been a, a challenge to balance keeping the company running, fluid, profitable, money coming, you know, cash flow coming through, and at the same time uh, taking care of our employees, making sure that they're safe, giving them information that they can make their own personal decisions around, and uh, you know, pleasing the customer at the same time. So this has been you know, a very high drain of our of our mental energy, I would say. Our, our executive team is just, you know, working a lot of hours just, just on those things. And it takes you away from some of the other things that you would like to be spending time on. 
but it's the necessity of the day. <clears throat> yeah. And, and Ken, you had said uh, something interesting to me when we were talking, because we are friends, and you said, you know, I'm not sure what I'm allowed to do. Uh, I'm not sure. Can I mandate employees going? Do I not? Am I allowed to go into someone's home? I'm, I mean, these are just basic questions that you have no answers for, yeah. correct? It's it's right, and you know we've you know when we think we have an answer, we get some conflicting information or information that maybe suggests that there might be a different way to look at it, and then we've got to take that and take it to the extreme end, and not only investigate it ourselves, but also talk to our legal counsel, also talk to a consortium of other dealers that we're in a network with, and say, how are you guys interpreting this, and what are you doing with it? And, uh, you know, it's, it's not definitely not black and white. Um, I would say that uh, overall we can stay working. You know, we're considered an essential business, but even that took a while to sort through because it's not, we're not as obvious as like a healthcare worker where it's kind of a no-brainer. But, uh, you know, we just needed to make sure that we were sending the right message to our employees by giving them the opportunity to work and also trying to provide them with a safe environment. So, uh, but yeah, the big question was, can we work was the first question. And then once we determine that it's under what conditions and do, you know, do the job sites agree and do the employee, do the uh, customers agree? And, you know, it's just, like I said, it's just a constantly moving target. Yeah. And, you know, Kenny, I got to tell you, you are probably one of the most positive people I know you. You're one of those that believe in, uh, you know, the trusting in God. And uh, you. I, I mean, there are sometimes that uh, you know, I feel I'm kind of a negative guy around you because I, I kind of bring it more honestly. But you always want to be so positive, and with all these gray areas, and then you have three different major cities. But right, you're based at Chicago, and then what are the other two major cities you're in? Um, Miami and Naples, Florida. So you have three different jurisdictions in two different states, uh, and each one has their own set of rules, correct? Very different rules and very different interpretations of what is being said at the federal level uh, because you've got, you know, cultures that are different. It's, it's just it's, it's, it's really amazing. And uh, I am, you know, I, I, I've, I've often said that if I wasn't incredibly hopeful and optimistic this, you know, this whole business, because I've owned the business for 25 years now, it, it, it would have, it would have chewed me up and spit me out a long time ago. <laughs> I, I have, I have no choice but to be hopeful. And that's, you know, that's really, you know, that's what the future plan is for me is based a lot on hope, uh, based a lot on holding on to certain dreams and understanding that I don't have all the answers. I can't, I can't project exactly how it's going to work out. But I have to hold on to that hope and uh, keep investing in the future. And that's that's one thing that, you know, at times like this, you know, you look at all the efforts that you make to create processes and procedures and and be organized and be detail oriented and so forth. And then all of a sudden the earthquake comes and, you know, a couple of people fall in and you're like, oh, my God, you know, is this, uh, you know, well, let me get my bearings again. But, you know, you, I keep coming back to uh, hope mixed with that, uh, you know, passion for taking a long-term view on things, even though I don't have all the answers, even though I don't yeah. know what tomorrow is going to bring exactly. Yeah, and you have three sets of customers, the way I see. You have your, your employees, your internal customers. You have your yep. um, your customers who all my, are the lifeblood. Without customers, there is no business. Uh, so you have right. your customers, and then you have your family. Well, that's uh, um, you know the nuclear family, your your bloodline, and or your your brothers and sisters and God, that family. And so, boy, it's hard to keep all those uh, all three of those happy. Correct? <laughs> it is, and and I've learned in this in this time, especially to you know people say in a very cliche way, you know, live one day at a time, or live in the moment, or you know, liminal space or whatever. There's a lot, a lot of different ways to, to look at, you know, the now and being in the now. And this kind of situation, you know, you, you do better in the now than you do trying to project yourself even five minutes ahead. So uh, it's, a, it's a good, healthy muscle builder if you believe in, uh, in, in living in the now and living in the moment and, 
you know, giving your best at that point and not getting over worried about, well, what's this going to do to tomorrow? It's like, you know, you got you got to stay grounded in, in the moment and in w- with what information you do have. Make your decision and move on and not, you know, not look back. Amen. Great advice. So thank you so much, my friend, my brother in Christ. And uh, we'll talk soon. OK. Great. Thank you so much. Take care. All right, buddy. Have a great day. I am Mr. Black. Today we're posing the questions of a leader, and today we're focused on where are we now. We'll be back in three minutes. When will then be now? Soon. student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. If you're getting burned in the market, listen up. The last couple of months have been alarming to thousands of portfolios. We know that many of you are getting pummeled with this current market volatility. Guess what? Today is the day that stops. We've created a cutting-edge interactive program that will help you improve your current financial situation. If you're looking to turn your days in the red into consistent months in the green, introducing the Trader on the Street Challenge. The Trader on the Street Challenge has been designed to help you achieve the profitability and consistency of a Wall Street professional. We know that consistency is one of the most crucial components to becoming a successful trader. And that's why we've carefully built the perfect way to incentivize struggling traders to improve their capabilities. So if you're tired of rolling with the punches and are willing to rise to the occasion of this unique new challenge, text STREET to 48542 to learn more. Text the word STREET to 48542. Text STREET to 48542 to get started today. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. You know, what I want is I want our life back again. I want our country back. I want the world back. I want the world to get rid of this. This again, 151 countries. Uh, and we're going to do it. We're going to have a great victory. We're going to have a great victory. Hoo-ha! Winning. Amen. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today, we're bringing hope. That's what we do for an hour of power. That's why we call this an hour of power. Uh, John and I brave the the coronavirus to come here to give you something to be hopeful for. That's what Ken Johnson just shared uh, with Premier uh, Systems. Uh, His about hope. You know, we can't control everything. And there's a lot of control deprivation going on. And so a lot of people get lost in what they can't do. You know, I have uh, three quotes uh, that I have in front of me. Uh, that I use for my, I call it the coronavirus panic quotes to live by. Uh, in Dr. Viktor Frankl's quote, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. 
Uh, the second quote is by Albert Einstein. Education is not the learning of facts, but the training of the mind to think. And then the third one is by Everett, uh, Edward Everett Hale, and it's, I adapt it a little bit. And I put, today, I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything today, but I will do something today. And I will not let what I cannot do today interfere with what I will do today. We need to keep our focus, ladies and gentlemen. It is the battle in the mind. This all thing comes down to the battle of the mind. Are you going to be in the driver's seat or are you going to be manipulated by Wall Street, by manipulated by Madison Avenue, manipulated by the political process, manipulated uh, by the deep state? Because they're all aware of how your unconscious mind works. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. Uh, if you're self-actualized, uh, you might get to 11 or 12%. So majority of our experience as the unconscious level. That's why we always talk about the Wizard of Oz. You know, when they discover that the wizard is not this great, powerful entity. It's just this little, short, little munchkin man over there behind a green curtain. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. That's what we're talking about. That's why John and I are here. To give you back control. And so what we want to do is bring in our friend, our graduate, uh, uh, my sister in Christ, all the way from Italy. Uh, let's welcome Lucina back to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you today? You're in the battle, aren't you? I'm in the battle. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, wow. So first of all, there's a lot going on, and uh, we only got about a few minutes. Mm -hmm. But uh, let, So tell me what's changed in Italy. So what, what are the new rules, restrictions? Where are you at right now in Italy? Uh, well, so far since Friday, uh, nothing has really changed from last from the last time I updated you. They pretty much um, since our last since I last came on, they changed the form, the declaration form, three times last week. So it was one of those things where you were like, okay, so can I go out with this form? Like, if someone pulls me over or asks me, you know, to see the form, am I going to be in trouble because I don't have the right form? And so, yeah, I mean, I had to be really, I had to be really flexible and say, okay, well, I'll just wait until my husband comes home with a new batch, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, did kind of put a little bit of a wrench in there in some of the plans, but you know, you just work with it and uh, and then you just move on to other things until you can you know, uh, move forward with the other plans. So that, that's, well, that's kind of where I, we're at. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's what I've come to. You know, I'm, I'm, I always like patterns. You know me, my background's NLP, so I like yep. patterns. Uh, and so, you know, we have the three Fs of conflict resolution. I've shared this with you before. Feel, felt, found. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand how you feel. I felt this way, and here's what I found. It's a great way to get beside someone and move them out of conflict. But with everything going on mm -hmm. as a leader, I came up with three Fs of, of moving through conflict as a leader mm -hmm. uh, in its focus, mm -hmm. fluid, and flexible. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, you had said something so powerful that, you know, the, the paper keeps changing every day. The form keeps changing every day. And, you know, some of the criticism here, because the media just wants to destroy Donald Trump, you know that. Um, yep. And uh, they keep, well, he's changing this, changing that. Like, oh, my gosh, this is where that word, you got to know what words mean. Let me give you a word, unprecedented. Now, in the time of right. Donald Trump and the media and the Democrats want to destroy Donald Trump and make sure he's removed from power, everything's unprecedented. And the problem is when mm -hmm. everything's unprecedented, then nothing is unprecedented. And what the word means never before happened. There is no foundation to deal with this because it's unprecedented. It has not occurred before. And this is what happens as a leader. As a leader, when we're thrown into unprecedented times, there is no manual. There's no rule book. Why? Because it's unprecedented. That's what the word means. Uh, a study that people use words, they have no idea what they're even saying at all. But they're yeah. doing this gibberish. You know, uh, I don't remember in Living Color. Do you, do you remember the show in Living Color? Vaguely. Uh, yeah, you know, it was the Wayans brother. They did that thing. They had this mm -hmm. one guy in jail, and he would just say these big old words, and they all rhymed, but nothing made any sense. <laughs> but he was using, you know, four syllabic words at a time, you know, multiple syllabical, you know, words, and sounded like he's pretty smart, and he had no idea what he was talking about. Uh, and right. we must internalize the flatulation of the matter. <laughs> 
by transmitting the effervescence of the Indonesian proximity in order to further segregate the crux of my venereal infection. <laughs> that is so right on. That is America's mainstream media right there, just throwing words around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. stunning. But you're you're a child of God as well uh, in this dark mm-hmm. time, and so you're also uh, being attacked on other things, right? And so your husband's being attacked, but you know, in in things. And so, how are you holding up? Yeah. How uh, what are you doing to move through all this and and maintain who you are and why you're here? Well, I'm looking at the opportunities that I have in the day and the plan that I have to accomplish them in the day. And I just focus on them. I get up, you know, I set my alarm, I get up. I just, you know, I, I you know, I kind of have a, a system. I, I let the dog out, I come up and I study my scriptures. And then the whole day just kind of I, from morning till night, I'm actually, I feel like I'm busier <laughs> you know, but wow. I'm actually productive. I, I'm not, wow. um, you know, uh, sitting in front of the television. I actually, I'm at this place right now too. How how I'm how it's helping me a lot is to actually look at some things that I can further take out of my life. Like, how can I further cleanse my life? Or, I guess from a biblical point of view, how can I remove more Babylon out of my life? Right. Yep. And that's sort of where I'm focusing on those things that I don't need that negative stuff coming into my environment. So I have that under control and I focus on the things that bring light. I focus on listening to things that bring light, encouragement, um, you know, help me to stay on track. And so, like I said, I'm, I'm busier with all the things I'm doing um, to just keep moving forward. Because just like you said, we got to get ready to launch because when this is whatever, however this goes, I mean, things are just going to, it's going to be something else. That's going to be unprecedented. Well, see, see what Um, you're doing is you're controlling the story. See, that's the thing. Our brain learns in stories. Uh, and, yep. and we learn stories more than anything else. And so you got to control the mm-hmm. story. And that's what irritates yep. me so much about what the media is doing. The media is mm-hmm. wanting to mm-hmm. use this crisis to destroy a man uh, because the story right. they are telling, and we've heard Samuel Song over and over, uh, you know, Trump mm-hmm. is bad. Trump is screwed up. It's Trump's fault that 151 <laughs> nations have the coronavirus. It's Trump's fault that things keep changing. Matter of fact, I think it was Joe Scarborough that basically mm-hmm. put the storyline in nice, succinct form. Why don't you play that Scarborough clip? It seems that Republicans now are making the argument, let the World War II vets die. Let the Korean War vets die. Let the Vietnam vets die. Let... Let everybody in that generation die because we're worried about Boeing. It is the born. It is the weakest among us. It is senior citizens who they're ready to euthanize because they want Boeing's corporate earnings to not dip too, too, too low. And that's stunning that someone with that type of authority that unfortunately, I can't believe anybody listens to that MSNBC, but that type of authority was put off that type of hatred. And that t- see, that's what the story is. See, that's what we got to realize. We've got to control the story, mm-hmm. the story that's in yeah. our head. And what you're doing is you, first thing you do is you get up in the morning, you put scripture on. You know I do that as well. I listen to it. Yeah. I read it. I study it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nowadays you can mm-hmm. hear from anything. You got to control the story. My first focus is on God's story. Because his story, yeah. that's what it is, history. That's what history means, his story. If you break it down absolutely. etymologically, it's right there in front of you. So we got to oh, know absolutely. his story, you know? And, and so you know, that's and what I you're controlling. What help- oh, sorry. Yeah, ahead, and, no, that's a, and you know, what it's helping me to do is it's, you know, I'm, I'm choosing hope, but I'm not choosing a specific, um, you know, uh, I hope it's going to be this way. I'm choosing a different outcome, Right. No matter what goes on with this, I can't change what's going on in the world, but I'm choosing a different outcome for myself because I know that things are not going to be easy for a lot of people. And while I'm here, I'm choosing ways to serve my husband, to counsel him, to because, you know, I already shared with you what's going on there. Yep. And, um, and that's been incredibly empowering and it's given me courage as a woman of God and a, and a wife to a man of God. And then, of course... Um, some friends of mine, I've been, you know, I, I kind of 
go where God guides me. And as I do that, I realize that there's some there there's there was a spiritual sickness there. There was a something missing, you know, and it's it's keeping me open. And then when I think of someone, you know, no sooner are they contacting me within a day, um, reaching out to me. It's incredible. Yeah, we're going to heartbreak here, Lucina. So uh, I want to thank you so much. And you're telling (laughs) the right story. We got to control the story. We got to control. It's the battles in the mind uh, and the devil's playing strong, but God sits on the throne. We got to remember that. So God bless you, my Mm -hmm. friend. Be safe and we'll talk soon. Okay. Yep. All right. Bye bye. I am Mr. Black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're asking the questions of a leader. Where are we now? We'll be back in three minutes. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. With a worldwide pandemic and stock markets plummeting, now is the time to listen to a voice of reason. No fear-mongering or speculation, just straightforward talk about how to retire during unprecedented times. Get it right here, Saturday afternoons at 3 and Sunday afternoons at 1 on the Sheila Franks Financial Hour. Or call Sheila today at 763-545-5555. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Yeah, Maria, it's not just that they won't allow the CDC into the country. They also have kicked out reporters from the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and the Washington Post. That's the hallmark of a communist government that is trying to cover up the biggest story in the world. I'm beginning to smell a big fat commie rat. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. I am Mr. Black and you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today we're talking about the questions of a leader. This is a three-part series. Today's question is the first question, where are we now? You know, if you had a, a a mobile GPS, let's say a Garmin, and you took it into your house from your car, and you typed in the address, specific address of where you wanted to go, uh, if that satellite cannot locate you, even though you gave a specific destination you wanted to go, it could not give you directions. 
Why? Because if it doesn't know what your starting point is, then you can't, they can't give you directions. It's like the, the joke of the old guy driving through the farms in Nebraska, just driving on the freeway. He's lost, and he just sees miles after miles of cornfields, and, and he doesn't know where he's at. Finally, he sees a farmer on the side of the road, and he pulls up beside that farmer, and he, he tells the farmer he's lost. Uh, and the guy goes, well, where do you want to get to? And he's told him what the, uh, where he wanted to get to. And he said, son, you can't get to there from here. <laughs> you know, it's funny if you don't know why that's funny because you can get to anywhere from anywhere. But the reason why that matters is because if you don't know where you are now, then all the specifics of where you want to go don't matter. Uh, because there's nothing to compare it to. You can't get directions if you don't have a point A and point B. You need two points. You need the honesty of your starting position, and you need the clarity of your finishing position. And this week, uh, as we ask these three questions, tomorrow we will be answering the question, where are we going? That's an important question. That's we got to know our destination. Uh, and that's what President Trump is attempting to do. President Trump is attempting to be a leader. He's attempting to get us an end point. He said, okay, by Easter, let's get this thing start going, okay? Then uh, by, uh, by um, uh, now it's the end of April. Because when he said Easter, people started freaking out. Why? Because you never let a good crisis go to waste. Uh, the Democratic Party is looking to get a, a, a president in place so they can have the power again. And the media is part of the Democratic Party. And so they want to, oh my gosh, uh, President Trump uh, just wants to build up the, the, the profit margin of Boeing. No, he's not. Do you realize how many people uh, are going to commit suicide from this event that's going on? Uh, this is from USA Today a week ago. Isolation is a big trigger. Feelings of suicide are amplified amid a pandemic. And then when people lose their business that they've had for 25 years and because it's been shut down for four months and can't restart it, what do you think people do when people lose their home because they have no revenue uh, because their business has been shut down for six months and they can't restart it? What do you think they do? Don't you see? I mean, domestic violence uh, is going through the roof, 25% increase. Uh, uh, child abuse going through the roof. Why? Because we stuff, 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 snap. We stuff, 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 snap. And we have an entire political process, I tell you about this every day, that's totally wanting to get you angry. Why? Because University of Michigan study says angry people vote better. And I don't mean vote with a clearer mind. They actually will stand in line for 10 hours. People won't stand in line for 10 hours to support something. But boy, will they stand in 10 hours to destroy something. They won't stand in line to vote for somebody. But they will stand in line to vote against somebody. And the problem is, when all this anger, all this hatred that the media, the story the media wants you to buy, that's all Donald Trump's fault. He's evil. He's, he's xenophobic. He's uh, misogynistic. Uh, he's racist. All these lies that they want you to believe. Then you'll stand in line and even get coronavirus for 20 hours just so you can vote for somebody else. And the problem is now they're not even giving you a choice. Uh, they don't even give you a choice of who to vote for. It's basically uh, just somebody, anybody, anybody who cares, right? And so you got to be aware of the story that's being told out there. You got to control the story because people remember stories. Uh, Doug Stevens wrote an article in July 26, 2016. It says, Storytelling and Brain Science This is Your Brain on a Story. And he says in his book, Brain Rules, Molecular biologist John Medina explains the phenomenon that we remember stories more than we do data. And he says, quote from, quote from the book, The Brain Rules, when the brain detects an emotional charged event, the amygdala releases dopamine into the system. Because dopamine greatly aids memory and information processing, you could say it creates a post-it note that reads, remember this. And then this guy who's a professional presenter explains why audience members who saw him tell a story in a keynote more than 10 years ago approach him as if he's their long-lost friend and said, I still remember your airport story. But it's what they say next that proves the effectiveness of his story theater method as an essential storytelling skill. With a smile on their face, they say, I'm still looking for the limo. See, look for the limo is the point of the story.
So he calls it a, a phrase that pays because they remember the story. They remember the point. When they remember the point, it then becomes actionable. And he even says most people have ever, uh, who have ever given a speech, run a business meeting, or, quote, tried to sell a product or service will tell you that stories are more memorable than facts and data. He says, in my experience, the story is essential if you want people to remember any of your content. And he references another book. He says, in his book, Mirroring People, Marco Iacoboni asks, why do we give ourselves over to emotion during the carefully crafted heartening scenes in certain movies. And he goes on to say, quote, because mirror neurons in our brain recreate it for us, uh, recreate for us the distress we see on the screen. And then uh, uh, Doug Stevenson goes, goes on to say, at least I found a scientific explanation for what I've been teaching for the last 15 years. Mirror neurons. We don't just listen to stories. We see images and feel emotions. We actually experience the story as if it's happening to us. Daniel Pink says stories are easier to remember because stories are how we remember. When facts become so widely available and instantly accessible, each one becomes less valuable. What begins to matter more is the ability to place these facts in context and to deliver them with emotional impact. In other words, when you tell a story and make a point, you make an emotional connection. When you make an emotional connection, you and your story are memorable. And so this is what the media is doing to you. This is why we're pulling back the green curtain. You know, from today's news, CBS used fake COVID video. New York City hospital footage was from Italy's hardest hit, hardest hit city. And here's an article from, uh, I don't know where I got it from, my apologies, says there's little doubt that many in the established media are trying to turn the coronavirus pandemic into their own windfall against President Donald Trump. And it's becoming apparent some have resorted to using fake news to do it. Case in point, a CBS News broadcast Wednesday about the shortfall of ventilators in the state of New York. Among the cacophony of errors and lies of omission is one crowning jewel of potential uh, prevarication. That's a great word. Footage of coronavirus patients used in the story to whip up hysteria about the situation in New York is actually from Italy. Before we get to the main point, let's start at the very beginning. The report from CBS correspondent David Begnaud opens with him talking about how New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said the federal government isn't doing enough in face of the coronavirus emergency. In other words, they want to put this all on Trump. And so what they do is they put fake footage up. But fake footage of things uh, that aren't really going on, but you think they are. You know, I, I got my news articles up here on my uh, my email. And uh, Planned Parenthood sues Texas Governor Abbott over order to stop elective abortions. Even Planned Parenthood isn't taking this break. Uh, women still need to get, get their abortions. Uh, remember, all elective surgeries are canceled right now. But again, we got to get people, women stirred up to think that women aren't going to be able to get their abortions, so vote against Trump. Uh, how about this? The Atlantic raises eyebrows after urging Biden to simply stay alive to defeat Trump. Remember, the story is Trump is evil, and anybody but Trump is good. So we have a guy who's weakened up Bernie's, who's not even able to form two sentences together. The guy should be in a retirement home. Poor Biden. I, don't, I can't believe they're doing this to Joe Biden. You know it's terrible. Thing. How about this one? Political opinion for the Politico, Joe Biden, the cipher presidential candidate. Cipher. I go, huh, there's an interesting word. What does cipher mean? Why did Politico, who supports Democratic candidates like Joe Biden, why did they call him the cipher, C-I-P-H-E-R? And so I'm a guy who likes to learn. And so I go to the dictionary. What a concept, right? And so I actually type in the word cipher. said, define cipher for me. Let me define it for you. The mathematical symbol denoting absence of quantity. It's a big zero. Nothing. An Arabic numeral or figure, a number. But here's the third one, which matches number one for why this matters. One having no influence or value. A non-entity. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best 
to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why, believe it or not, this is really amazing, you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. 